everybody. Hey guys, welcome to Love Church. <laughs> Coming to you live from the Keller living room. Don't you just love it? Yeah. So it's April. Um, it's like mid-April right now, yeah. Oh my. And there's a blizzard outside, or at least we think there is. There is as we're recording this, and the forecast says that there's going to continue to be quite a bit of snow. Um, Anyway, we're super excited that you know we can take advantage of technology yeah. and that we can join you and you can join us today despite the weather. Yeah. And uh, so we, we're gonna we're gonna do it all. I mean, we're, we're gonna, gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have some worship that's coming right after this, and then Pastor Paul is gonna preach a killer message. I've actually already listened to it, and I know it's really good. So, yeah, we'll have time to give, and we'll have time for God to do what He needs to do in your life. Enjoy it. We Hang in you. there. God bless.
said and done, all that matters is love. So let love take over, not just in part, but in all that you are. See 
to all of my failure and pride. You created the light of the world, abandoned in darkness to die. And as you speak, a hundred billion failures disappear. touching hearts, speaking to hearts, um, in living rooms, in coffee shops, in cars, at work, wherever people are. We just thank you for um, being real to each one of us. And we love you. We're grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Cool. Well, hey, everybody. We have a short video about um, some of the different ways that you can give. You know, uh, we like to get happy about giving, <laughs> you know, uh, scripture says don't give out of pressure or obligation, but um, to give cheerfully. And so we just want to give everybody an opportunity to do that. So watch this short video and then Pastor Paul will be with you on the other side with the message. Hey church family, Gary here. We want to talk about some of the ways that you can give. One of the ways you can give is with text messaging. So send a text message to 77977 saying, love giving, and then wait a second for the response, click the link, set the amount you wanna give, whether it's a reoccurring gift, 
and then hit give. Another way to give is on the website. Go to www.wearelovechurch.com. Up at the top, you're going to see a word saying give. Click that. You'll see a button that says click here to give. So go ahead and click it. And then it's going to take you to a page asking you the amount, whether it's a one-time gift or recurring gift. Go ahead and hit next and then confirm. Another way you can give is with the Love Church app. You can download it from the iOS store or the Google Play store. Once it's installed, just open it up. You'll see a button that says give. Tap that. Select the amount, whether it's a one-time gift or a reoccurring, and then hit give. Hey guys, here we are. We're coming to you from Stephen and Kara's living room. And uh, this is a different thing for us. You know, we've, we've, I don't know if we've ever canceled a service, but we did today. And our hope in, is that you guys are all home safe and can watch the video, you know, in comfort. And if it's sunshiny, hey, praise the Lord. We're happy <laughs> for that too. Um, we're going to continue our series in the book of Acts. And, uh, you know, we're looking at the book of Acts, again, not to idolize anybody in, in this, but, but to look from them and learn. These are the first people that really walked out the new covenant and, and experienced, you know, things that Jesus talked about during his ministry that, you know, they were going to have. They are going to have the Holy Spirit with them and living in them. And, and how do you even figure that out in your head? But uh, these guys were living it, you know, and they're just like us. You know, we're doing the same thing, but we can see what, what they did and we can we can take what, what we're going to do and go further even. Um, so anyway, let's we're going to get into Acts chapter 2 today. And just like last week, there's just kind of one thing that stood out to me and I'm going to hone in on that. And uh, But let's just turn to Acts chapter 2. You know, it's an incredible chapter and it's, you know, many people would talk about it being, you know, the Pentecostal chapter because... You know, starts right off on the day of Pentecost when it was fully come. They're all with one accord in one place. And, and uh, you know, I love that, that they were all in one accord. And, you know, it's a theme you'll find all through the book of Acts is this thing about unity and this thing about being in accord. It's so important as a church, as love church, we, we really want unity in our ranks. We want to be moving in the same direction because there's just absolutely power in it. It sets the stage for God to move. And it did here too. It says there was a sound uh, like a, from heaven, like a rushing mighty wind. You know, some people think there was a wind that blew through, through there, but it really doesn't say that. It says there was a sound like that that came from heaven. And uh, it filled the whole house where they were sitting. You know, sometimes heaven, you know, expresses sounds here on the earth. And... Um, you know, this is one, one case that happened. It says there were divided tongues of fire that sat on each one of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. One thing I want to get across today is this. The Holy Spirit came here. We have record of it. He came then and he never left. He's here today just as strong, just as powerful as he was that very day in the upper room. And, you know, he, he comes and the, the thing I want to get over to you is this, that he's for everybody. I love the way it's worded here. It says uh, there was like a flame of fire that sat upon each one of them. You see, the Holy Spirit is for everybody. 
there's enough fire to go around for every person, no one excluded. All 120 of them there received what they needed to from God. All 120 of them had the fire hit them. You know, every one of them were absolutely changed. You know, I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit because I wanna get across this point that the Holy Spirit is for everyone. It goes right from talking about the 120 in the upper room and how every one of them got what they needed. Then it goes on and it says that there were people that were gathered there that day from every country, every nation under heaven. How's that? Every nation under heaven right there on the first day heard the gospel message. The Holy Spirit is not just for the 120, it's for every nation under heaven. Later on in Peter's sermon, which we'll get to in a minute, you know, he gives this, this expression. He said this, that this, this thing that happened here today, the Holy Spirit coming on them, he said, it's not just for us, but it's for, for your sons and daughters. It's for their sons and daughters. And he said, it's for every generation that is to follow, even as many as the Lord would call. So again, the Holy Spirit is for every person, every person in every nation. He's for every generation from that day until this, until Jesus comes. So it's very relevant what went on there for us today. Um, I'll get right down to it. The part that just, you know, hit my heart when I was reading this this week is this, that when the Holy Spirit comes, he makes a change in people's lives. Just, you know, it's so funny when God speaks to you because he'll reinforce things over and over again. And, and through the, as I went through my week, you know, I kept hearing people tell me things like, man, I, I, remember, I remember the time when, when I received the Holy Spirit, it changed my life. I would say that, he changed my life. And, and here in the very beginning, he changed all 120 of these people's lives. And, and he's done that always. You know, I go through the, the Bible and you know, I see evidence of, of the Holy Spirit, even in the Old Testament would come on people. You know, he came on Moses and he took a man who was probably shy and stuttered and he changed him into a dynamic leader that we still talk about today. Came on Joshua, who had to follow a guy like Moses. How would you like to be in that position? You know, no man can do what God's called him to do on their own, but the Holy Spirit will change you into another person. Gideon is one of my favorites. You know, he, he was, you know, fearful. You know, he, he was considering the odds, the circumstances, the challenges before him, maybe even more than he was considering God. But regardless, when the Holy Spirit came on him, it changed him into what the Bible called a champion. And that gives me hope that God can change me. He can, he can make me a champion, just, and he can do that for you too. But the one that, that, that hit me again this week is right here in the second chapter of Acts is Peter, you know? Don't you love Peter? I mean, if, if I talk about any disciple more than another, it's probably Peter because he's so dramatic, you know, and he always says just what he thinks. And, you know, Peter, you know, was a fisherman, gave it all up to follow Jesus, you know, and there's, there's many things could be said about Peter, but then towards the end of Jesus' ministry on the earth, 
Peter's the one that denied Christ. He denied him. Have you ever denied Christ? What would that even be like? But Peter did this and he walked away. He went back to fishing. He went back to his former life. But again, God doesn't cast us off. God doesn't say, well, you blew it. You're done. No, he comes and restores people. And he restored Peter. Jesus, you know, even came and reached out to Peter and took him by the hand. But here we've got this guy who's probably fighting guilt, probably fighting shame, probably fighting insecurity, but the Holy Spirit comes upon him and it changes him into this bold dynamo who stands up in the midst of people, in the midst of a crowd. We find out later there were 3,000 people there that day and they heard Peter boldly profess that Jesus was Lord and, and the gospel message that God is for you, that the work has been done and all you gotta do is receive it. And 3,000 people's lives were changed, right? Did you get that? 3,000. And you know, again, men and women from every nation under heaven. When they first heard, you know, the disciples and the 120 in the upper room, it says they were confused and they said, what is this? What does this mean? Have you ever had that happen? Have you ever seen something and, and you know, of God even and you got confused and you said, what is going on here? Well, let me tell you, when the Holy Spirit does stuff, he won't leave you in confusion if you'll look to him. Did you hear me? He won't leave you in a confused state. And you might be scratching your head saying, what is this stuff? I don't get it, I don't understand, but don't get off the ship, okay? I, I, I think, can I tell a story? You know, years ago, just pops in my head. That's how I roll. Things pop in my head and I tell you about them. So years ago, I remember uh, we were having a big uh, youth rally and we, we rented out the, the Thunder, Thunderbird uh, Banquet Hall and we had Go Ministries come in. And, and uh, I mean, you know who Go Ministries are? They're just wild, you know, Steve Munns and all these, these uh, interns were there and they were rocking it out. And we had a good time of worship and, and right about the time worship was done, my peripheral vision, I see these two young men walk in who we had been praying for. Their names were Benjamin and Stephen. And, and uh, you know, I went to greet them, you know, I'm trying not to scare them, but uh, they, they, they went and sat down and, and I'll tell you, it was, the service was just going wild and, and uh, people were praying in tongues and things were going on and, and 15 minutes maybe went by and then I saw in my peripheral vision again, these two guys beelining it for the door. They probably walked out of there scratching their heads saying, what is this? But I'm telling you what, God's faithful. God's faithful. I can say that, you know, like, like Paul Harvey used to say, now you know the rest of the story. As time went on, God brought clarity to that confusion. He revealed himself as who he really is and, and both these young guys, you know, you know them today as Pastor Stephen, and the other one is my son-in-law, Benjamin, and both the servant God and on fire for him. So, I mean, God never leaves you in a confused state, you know? People wonder, is this God? It's, I'm just so confused. Let me tell you what, if it's God, he's gonna bring clarity into your life. When Holy Spirit comes on you, he brings clarity, he brings change, He's the same today as he was back in the day we're reading about in Acts chapter two. 
He's for you today. And that's what I want you to walk away with, that he's here for me now. He hasn't left and he's, he's, he's making change. He's making big change. You know, I would tell you this, don't let who you've been in the past keep you from being who God intends you to be now, okay? Be open to the changes Holy Spirit will bring in your life. They will be so good. They won't hurt you. They'll help you. Can I pray for you? So Father, we just thank you for every person who's joined us this morning online. Thank you that they're safe, not out in a blizzard, or if it's sunny, hey, that they're enjoying life. But I thank you that you help us to see the power of the Holy Spirit in our life. We recognize him. We don't take him for granted. And we just, we just uh, are yielding to all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hey, everybody. Like I said, killer message. You know, we're excited for um, just what God's doing in and through this church, you know. And Holy Spirit, man, he lights things up. And we want that to be a reality in your life. And uh, we just really wanted to take a moment. If all of this stuff is foreign to you, again, that's totally cool. Um, just be real with God in this moment. And we just wanted to give you the opportunity really to accept God's invitation into relationship that will change your life. Like, I, I mean it. Uh, God has really, really just changed my life. And, and I don't want to pass up an opportunity just to share that with everybody, you know, because his heart is for you. If, if you've heard a lot of different mixed messages about God, um, the message we really want you to know is that God's heart is for you. He loves you. And he went like through the craziest thing imaginable just so that you could be in relationship with him. Um, so I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And basically in this prayer, all we're going to do is we're just going to be real with God and we're going to embrace what he did for us on the cross. You know, a lot of us think that sin, um, all of our wrongdoings, all of our shortcomings stand in the way between us and God. And, and at one point in time, sin did. It was a nasty old beast that hindered relationship. But God saw that as a very real issue. And so he stepped in himself and um, took upon himself the consequence of all sin for all time so that we could freely and confidently enter into dynamic relationship with God. So um, if you want to, if, if for you, when you pray, if you want to close your eyes, cool. If not, whatever, just be yourself. Um, but I'm just going to feed you some words that you can either repeat after me or you can just wait till the end and say, amen, which means uh, so be it. So I'm just going to lead us in a prayer. Father, we thank you for every person listening right now. Um, I just thank you that you're being real to people right where they're at. And Lord, yes, I mean, your scripture says that, you know, um, even while we were sinners, Christ died for us. And that, that was a demonstration of his love. And um, we just admit that we need you and we love you. And so if you want to just say this after me, say, Father God, I thank you for your great love. I admit that I can't do life on my own. And right now, I invite you to be my Lord and you to be my Savior. I receive what Jesus did for me and I enter in to relationship with you. Holy Spirit, come live in me and be real to me in every moment. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Awesome. Well, again, hope that this was a blessing to you. We love you. And if this was your first time tuning in, we would love to see you at church. Um, our address is 710 Main Street East. We are the building with all of the awesome muralness on the outside of it. So if this is your first time tuning in and you're online, we would love to see you in person too. Um, but yeah, have an awesome week. We love you all. God bless.